Hi everyone, welcome to Enabled to be Brave, a podcast which seeks to discuss issues around the disabled community, their challenges and triumphs. I'm your host, Guru Nkosi. I am living with a disability myself and I hope to bring awareness around disability, especially here in Southern Africa. I think of myself as an inspiring advocate for disability and I hope to see myself more active in these communities and spaces. If you are living with a disability or know someone who is or have come across a person with a disability and want to know more about life from these perspectives and viewpoints, subscribe to the show. With that being said, let's dive right in. Hi guys, so we are on episode 2 and I just really want to say thank you so much for everyone who has listened, everyone who has left a review, everyone who keeps liking the podcast page um, posts and whatnot. I really, really appreciate it. And this week, I just decided to go solo again, mostly because I haven't figured out how am I going to do this um, interview process, especially with not having some other things, you know, sorted in terms of equipment and whatnot and stable connections. So I just told myself that it's fine. I can have this episode solo there's a lot that i wanted to discuss anyways and i feel like i glazed over some issues with the last episode and i wasn't too you know yeah i didn't go too deeply on some of the things which i felt strongly about so um this week i am discussing accessibility as a wheelchair user how disability has affected my mental health and my objectives with this podcast so when it comes to accessibility i think it was just shocking for me yep it was shocking that is the word how i can't really be a wheelchair user and do whatever i want whenever I want, especially in terms of being outside, which is not being at home or whatever. And mental health, how being now in this new body, if I can say this, this body that has limitations, etc., how it's affected my mental health and how it's, you know, made me sort of shy if i could say that made me sort of reserved because i'm still figuring out you know what i can do what i can't do some days are more frustrating some days i'm empowered you know i just want to be that girl on the wheelchair who can do it all who's achieving sometimes i don't feel like that person and also objectives how I want to grow this podcast, what I want to achieve through this podcast. 
I know in the previous episode I spoke about my why and that was mostly because I'm only coming to terms with me being in a wheelchair only now not that I've had I don't know how I can explain it but I'm embracing it more and more I'm being more loud about it and my objectives with this is to create more awareness I'm not saying that there is no awareness in you know southern africa south africa you know this part of the world but i'm just saying that i just wanna create a platform where these issues are discussed and um people know are aware that you know what a person in a wheelchair a person with a mental disorder a person with a sensory impairment this is what they are going through. This is how their day-to-day lives look. So that, you know, when you come across them, whether it be in the office environment, uh, in a social setting, uh, in someone's home, or just in the streets, you are not shocked as an able-bodied person and as another person that has a different kind of disability. You don't discriminate against another person with a different disability than yours so that is basically um what we're going to be talking about for today so yeah do you ever think about calling a venue ahead just to check in if you'll be able to enter the venue access the toilets or even just maneuver in the venue crazy why would you need to do that you just rock up wherever you want to go and just get with it well this isn't the case for a person who is a wheelchair user or has any other mobility issues Oh, nay, nay, nay. If you are serious about wanting to go to that place, you need to do your due diligence. Check on the door. Will you be able to go through that door without causing traffic or having all eyes on you? The toilet, my goodness. Will your trusty wheelchair be able to access this? Or is it one of those places where there is a narrow staircase dwindling down to the toilets. So, what would this mean? Definitely do not drink any liquids and hope and pray your stomach won't pull funny stunts on you. So, going out as a person with a disability, a mobility disability at that is super heavy, stressful and will get you anxious. When I go out, I consider so many issues around this outing and because of just how not accessible the outside world is, I opt to just stay in, which sucks because eight years ago, I absolutely loved going out and now I'm just sort of stuck having to like being indoors. So what do I think about accessibility? In South Africa as opposed to first world countries <sighs> I give it a two out of five star rating because I honestly believe the country could do better especially in government establishments 
so you are basically saying that as a person with a disability if offices in a government establishment are not accessible so that means i'm not really welcome in that office that is wild now don't get me wrong here guys i'm not blasting the government but this is just how the infrastructure is set up and when you get there as a person with a disability people are just generally shocked that you're there so once again yes i'm disabled but holy moly i'm allowed to be outside i'm allowed to be living a life of independence as much as i possibly can in a nation that has millions of people living with disabilities these could be cognitive acquired because of an accident illness or old age accessibility needs to be a priority because i think it's just horrible when you want to go out to a place and you have to sort of turn back because you can't access that venue to me it's just very discriminatory and i feel I have been very unfortunate to experience this kind of disappointment time and time again. And all this could be avoided by installing ramps, making sure lifts that are actually there work and toilets. For goodness sakes, for person with disabilities are not to be used as makeshift storage rooms. That is extremely annoying by the way having to do a business and there are cleaning buckets, mops, chemicals and they're like in the disability bathrooms. So I know it's all good and well to talk about this and there needs to be more actions around these issues because it affects a disabled person's quality of life in more ways than one can normally imagine. I just think that I don't want to be some girl in some podcast in South Africa talking about accessibility but not doing anything i think i'm just going to put it upon myself to do the work do the research because it is very hard knowing that you are a person with a disability but things such as accessibility limit your movements limits your freedom and you can't enjoy some spaces with family or friends you can't go to some spaces that you need to get certain things done with whoever may be accompanying you just because you can't access that place and it's just mind training to know that accessing that place is going to need two three or four people just to assist you you know today i actually went to a doctor and the first problem was the pavement i'm currently in a small town and the pavements they do not cater for a person with disabilities it is better in metropolitan cities like Durban, 
Johannesburg, Cape Town. I'm not sure about the other cities, but pavements in small towns, they are the worst. You cannot maneuver around those pavements, even if you tried. Okay, fine. There was someone there to help me. Okay, next, next issue. There's like three, four steps just to get to the doctor's office. Fine, the steps are wide, not like narrow, but still. One of the employees from the doctor's office had to come out and assist my friend that was with me. And obviously, it is not a nice feeling, you know, having people now they're looking at you now they're wondering what is going on you have to be picked up one person is picking you uh picking the front of your wheelchair the other is at the back it's just a whole thing now it is literally not nice it is not nice and i feel like if this said doctor's room was more accessible then um it wouldn't have to be like a case where i have to now think that oh my goodness who am i gonna go with oh my goodness when i get there um are the employees or whoever that's supposed to uh maybe i'm assuming assist me are they going to be receptive to assisting me because believe it or not some people are just not bothered some people just watch you and you have to sort of wave and say hey hi i want to get in this place i want to come in so you as an employee of this establishment or whoever you need to come and assist me and some people are not open to that so it's very disheartening you know as a person on a wheelchair when you think about all these issues like oh my gosh it just for me personally it's such issues that make me just like oh no i can put this maybe set appointments or whatever it's just fine because it's just gonna be a whole thing uh but that is so wrong because i need that healthcare attention i need that government service i need maybe to be at that social setting and it's like i said very discriminatory that i can't be there because accessing that place is just a whole matter and a half so i truly believe that there are other organizations there are organizations out there um here in south africa which you know are trying to combat this issue as much as possible and i'm just here to tell you guys that i'm definitely going to be an activist for these things and if you guys know of any organizations um that are doing these jobs um or this work around accessibility uh please just hit me up with a link or whatever like the instagram page facebook page i'd like to read about them learn more about them 
hopefully contact them. These are the sort of people which I do want on my podcast. These are the sort of people that I do want to talk to. These are the sort of people that I want to engage in conversation with, you know, so that I can do great things for this community that I am in, which is the disabled community. I just think that, you know, if accessibility wasn't such an issue, um, I'm not making any excuses. I know that more disabled people would be out there. Um, you wouldn't be shocked seeing a person with a disability out and about because the general perception is that you know this place is hard to access you know you can't get around why is this person in a wheelchair on crutches why are they coming out why couldn't they just ask someone at home or wherever to you know do that errand or just stay at home and be with friends at home if they can be with friends but do not come out so if accessibility was removed as a barrier i know that a lot more people with disabilities would be you know out and about but it's very difficult to maneuver if you know the surface isn't level um you have to try and support yourself you know you're pushing yourself you're doing this and this for yourself but you can't do it because the terrain that you're on is just yeah it does not make this feasible so i just wish that um more could be done obviously these kind of jobs or this kind of work cannot be solely dependent on uh, the government people that open establishments i feel like you know they could consider this because I've had a situation, you know, with a friend, uh, my best friend, actually. We wanted to go out to this beautiful place, I guess you can call it a spot for sundowners. And, okay, at first I was like, oh my gosh, there are these steps. So, most probably I won't be able to get in. But then we saw like a lift thing sort of and I was like, oh, okay, um, so let me not lose hope yet. And then um, we got out of the car, got there, uh, spoke to one of the employees and we inquired about that lift that we saw, found out that it's not functional. Like, wow, what a bummer what a bummer and it was very disappointing that you know what these things do exist but i mean the least that you can do is to just try and make sure these things are functional so upon leaving i was like to my friend maybe they don't want cripples in the establishment because wow how else is a person on a wheelchair supposed to access this place? Crazy. So, yeah, um, it's such things which are always very, very disappointing for me as a person who is currently on a wheelchair. You know, 
I know that for some, maybe if you're on crutches, you can do something, but obviously it's not something which you would, you know, want to do. Why would you want to climb 20, 30 steps just to get to a venue? What will happen when you like almost tipsy and you have to be careful on your crutches and you climbing down those steps? Still, it's not the ideal scene. But anyways, um, I just hope that more can be done and I'll definitely be engaging, um, you know, with people that are in the position of power to do that. I know that I'll be led to find these people and I know that um, as more, as what am I trying to say, when this podcast grows, it'll reach the right years and i'll make the correct moves and it will make an impact so yeah guys that is my views on accessibility and how it affects Hi guys, so I just wanted to remind you guys that if you are loving the show, if you are still listening to the show, wherever you're listening, you know, whatever platform you're using, Spotify, Anchor or Apple Podcast, please leave a review, uh, leave a rating, this will help with my analytics so that other people who are also who might be interested i mean in the show can be able to listen and find the show easier thank you so much once again for your support please subscribe and you shall be notified whenever new episodes air bye So, how has disability affected my mental health? This has to be the most multi-layered question I have for myself. I'm not even sure how I can exactly answer it without risking being admitted to a psychiatric hospital or an asylum. Jokes aside, mental health is serious and it affects everyone. But today, I just want to shine the spotlight on how something as life-changing as a disability can affect a person's mental health and just share a bit on my experiences as well. Wow, I am sharing so many experiences today. I should rethink the title of this episode. Anyways, last episode, I shared how I landed up in a wheelchair, how I had to, and still on some days, deal with self-internalized ableism, meaning I was discriminating against myself for my newly acquired body and how it wasn't adequate. I was disassociating, disassociating oh wow english myself from it and in a sense resented 
what happened to me. I was quite aware of how the situation, yep, I was casually calling it a situation, has changed my life and how I'm now at the mercy of other humans. Wow. I mean, waking up from my little comatose stint, I discovered that my body had now been reduced to infancy and i had and i had to relearn everything my body had to relearn everything it once knew this made me angry like pissed because even turning to sleep on my one side i remember in the hospital i had to be helped away two nurses they would come every four hours just to help me turn and now sleep facing my right side and then four hours later that have that have to come and help me sleep facing my left side and without them uh, I couldn't do that so it was very horrible because I couldn't even sleep for eight hours or whatever because I was just incapable of doing that and obviously as a human at some point during the night you do turn you do switch positions if I could say so and yeah just to feel more comfortable and then you fall back into sleep but I couldn't do that so I wasn't too happy about this. Um, My bowel movements, sitting up, everything in general had just changed and it just didn't work the way that it used to work. And that made me... That made me just, you know, feel so much shame. I think I felt so much shame and I think the word shame is the biggest or rather the most strongly felt feeling amongst people of disabilities. You feel shame as to how are you a grown person, you know, but you need the help with simple activities. You feel shame that you are no longer dependent and now you are burdensome to those around you. You feel shame that your life is now completely different and you are forced to get used to certain things that you can't just get up and go, that your activity or going to the bathroom, going out, going wherever needs to be like some sort of coordinated activity that it's no longer as spontaneous and as random as it used to be you know before um this is a point of view from a person who has who has acquired a disability um unfortunately i cannot speak for those uh who've um lived with a disability for i mean since birth 
but this is like worlds apart you know so i'm just trying to make you see that you really really feel shame and till this day there are still some things which i feel like i cannot share with those around me because it would be like what why i mean what is going on like is it necessary and then you have to explain like yeah remember how i got like tv vaginitis yeah remember so like that fluid was very very toxic and it spread down my spine it messed it up and spine is super sensitive i mean it's controlling your movements and stuff and now those feelings or whatever nerves they are ruined down your spine and your body is no longer just operating the same so yes yes friend yes family member yes stranger who has the balls to ask me how do you do this how do you do that things are very very different this side things look extremely different this side so i think in terms of my mental health i won't say it's been like a horrible 8 years i think um it's toxic i have pushed some things you know like swept it underneath the carpet and just got on with life and i told myself that i don't want to be um the self pity case and of course i'm not always going to have great days but sometimes i'm just so so aware of what has happened to me and wow guys really i'm at a point of tears again i i mean i cannot i cannot if i'm going to be crying through episodes then i should not be doing this but anyways i feel like you know i just decided to get on with it and there are some days where it hits me hard and you got mr zock what the hell was that mark zuckerberg <laughs> wow embarrassing mark zuckerberg reminding you oh hey look at you 8 years ago look at you 9 years ago ooh you were wearing high heels you are all fabulous you are going to this place you are just you know living your best life and it sort of stings a bit sometimes i don't want to lie i post i repost that and you know maybe add a cute caption but sometimes it's like wow yes yes you don't need to remind me i am quite aware of what happened i am just very 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 aware of what happened and the reminder absolutely not necessary but what can i say technology but with the reminders of that 
uh, I, I could say I understand people's points of view. Like, oh, you're still the same guru. Yeah, we don't see you as, you know, guru on this wheelchair. Well, newsflash, I am guru on this wheelchair. And um, I need for my own sake to stop living like it's not happening because it is happening and because i have lived for so long like it wasn't happening i have overlooked many things which i should have been on top of you know the situation as a cripple (laughs) oh my gosh that term that term um I share a lot with my friend. He's going to be coming on the podcast as well. That, you know what, dude, I'm like the worst cripple ever. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Sorry, guys. I'm like the worst cripple ever. Because half the time, I don't even know what is going on with my body. Like, he's the one. He's like, no, if this happens, then you should do this. So it just goes to show how I have compartmentalized the whole issue and just pushed it on one side and told myself that, "Mm, don't deal with this girly. Don't deal with this. There's so much going on. Um, Let us not try and process these feelings. Anyways, speaking of processing feelings, um, I just want to talk about how... It's going to sound like I'm blaming people, but anyways, in hospital, when I woke up and I, I sort of, no, not even sort of, I did not know what was going on. It was like a waiting game for my family is waiting for the doctor to tell me what is going on the doctors the nurses they're waiting for my family to tell me what's going on because i remember i would try and sit up and it just wouldn't happen and my legs felt so heavy and it's just not working out and damn i'm in diapers now like i was literally in diapers and i'm like what the hell is this for why is this necessary i have this bag and there's like urine coming out of this pipe attached or installed inside me i'm like "Mm, okay and no one is explaining all these things so i feel like going forward um you know when something like this happens to someone we definitely need more training for like health professionals you know on how to break the news because yes you know when i was in rehab i did have an opportunity to talk to uh, health professionals you know like a psychologist um, my ot uh, my physiotherapist you know but i know that there's a lot that they deal with but i it was just the weirdest time i remember when i was finally away of my surroundings like okay something is definitely up but no one is telling me what's going on and another reason why um 
I'm here with this podcast is also to just make people aware because not everyone is going to fall sick and land up in a wheelchair. You know, some get accidents and some have unfortunate incidents in their lives and they land up in a wheelchair or they land up being amputated because of whatever, you know, is going on. And, you know, some, you know, get um, disabled because of old age or whatever. But these conversations are important to have because you really do sometimes while i'm speaking for myself go into a dark space where you feel like everyone is swiftly moving along with life which is great i mean life cannot stop but you're just stuck and you don't even know where you fall and you don't know other people of disabilities because I mean, wild. We've never even come across a person who is, but okay, not in that sense, but or spend time with them, and all of a sudden you are a person with a disability, and you were just fine like a month ago, or you know, four years ago, eight years ago, whatever long ago that was, and you now have to live this life which is so foreign to you, but you just have to do it um so i know that some people they always ask me how am i able to just do it and i believe that the human spirit is very tenacious um i believe that if you are put in a spot where you just have to do something you just have to get by you will do it you will be brave you will face that situation so that is why this podcast is called enabled to be brave it's because i was put in a situation and i had to be brave about it that is something a very very dear close friend of mine best friend of mine says and that you know you are so brave and i really appreciate that because i don't think of it as that way but i realize that she is right because i did not know anything about living with a disability before that is just how foreign you know disability is and it's so crazy because so many people in South Africa, like millions, are living with a disability. But, you know, you just get people or even I myself, I was like, what the hell is going on? What life is this? And I, I'm not saying I'm comparing it, but I would like where meeting you know you meet a stranger and you're in public they are not judging you and they are very open they're not freaked out about you being in a wheelchair they don't even know how to act around you around you because you're in a wheelchair that is 
something else that also makes you feel like oh my gosh i should have stayed at home but i don't want to live like that anymore um i just want people to be aware that you are living in a world that has so many different types of people there are people with disabilities mobile impairments sensory impairments um intellectual mental impairments and do not be freaked out when you see them because i mean how do you think that is making that person feel hey it's me again i'm so glad you're still listening chances are if you made it this far you definitely like what i have to say anyways i'd so love to hear from you write to me about your stories and you can email it to enabled to be brave at gmail.com or check out the show's instagram page comment and engage at enabled to be brave okay that's enough let's get back to the show So guys, you have reached the end of the episode. Episode 2 is done and dusted. I just wanted to say thank you once again for even making it this far for listening and for just being interested and for following the page, following the podcast page of what I'm doing and what is going on. So, I'll be seeing you guys in 2 weeks time. for the first interview of the podcast i am very very excited about that i know that by then i'll have all my ducks in a row and i can't wait to actually be talking to a close friend of mine um actually april is dedicated to interviewing two close friends very different stories one is disabled one is not disabled and i know that the topics that we're going to be covering is very very interesting and these issues definitely do matter one last thing i just wanted to wish my best friend of ah, how many years <laughs> is it 12 is it 12 yeah of 12 years tandega gumbi a very very happy birthday for friday I love you, my girl. I know that you'll have so much fun, and I know that you're doing great things currently. And I am so proud of you. Anyways, guys, um, let's keep it real. Let's keep on being brave, and let's keep on just raising awareness around disability. Bye.